Howdy, everybody. Welcome to the Recovering Hypocrite podcast. I am your host and, of course, as always, the chief recovering hypocrite around these parts, Noel Jesse Hakenin. And I have to just let you know a little bit in advance here that at the moment I decided to start recording this podcast, my neighbor decided to start mowing his lawn. So since I am recording in my fancy uh, basement office that I've been using through this pandemic. You may hear a lot of banging around in my house, my neighbor mowing his lawn, but such is life for all of us. And this is the first episode of my podcast since I got back from this year's social media fast. And what I decided to do was to take this first episode just to tell you about it. And uh, every year in July, I take some sort of social media fast. And so I at least take the month off of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all those sorts of things. Um, And at most, I eliminate most email and other kind of just social distractions. I just try to live a little bit more of an unplugged analog life. So this year, what I did was I got rid of all my podcast apps on my phone, all of my news apps, all of my social media apps, and 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 maintain just a little bit of an email uh, presence out there. But for the most part, I was relatively analog uh, when it came to just my media consumption, with the exception of the fact that I had surgery at the beginning of July. So I spent a lot of time in physical therapy and I did a binge watch a few shows on that. And so I don't feel bad about that at all. And I also read a lot of books, uh, but mostly those are on paper. Sometimes I even listen to audiobooks. But every time I, I do this social media fast, which I do every year, I've been doing it for more than 10 years. I don't even know how long I've been doing it now. Every year it is hard for a different reason. And And this year, it was hard because of the crazy world that we're living in right now with the pandemic and um, all the social unrest uh, and, you know, race issues happening in our country. It almost felt like malpractice for me to take a month off as a pastor who who engages with people on this stuff. It just felt like I shouldn't be uh, taking any of this time off. But I decided to do it anyway, uh, kind of thinking through the fact that sometimes the best time to do these sorts of things is when you think that you shouldn't. And coming back from that social media fast and having a couple weeks under my belt now, I've had a chance to reflect and I just want to share three things that I learned um, over the course of this season that may be helpful to you. It may not be, but uh, this is stuff that I learned. Uh, The first is that I really enjoyed, this is the positive thing. I really enjoyed the old school way of finding news out again. And, And this is what I mean by that. I realized this year that with our 24-7 plugged-in world with, you know, just everything from news apps just pinging us headlines all the time to Twitter and Facebook and everything throwing things in our face, there there is nothing that we, in in a sense, don't know, quote-unquote. And and what I mean by that, there's a lot that we don't know, right? But we don't, the stuff happening in the world, we find out so quickly, almost to the point that when someone starts telling us, hey, did you hear about about 
two seconds into whatever that thing is, we usually think, oh, I did hear about that. And yet we don't want to tell the person that we've already heard that. And so we start drifting and we start formulating our own opinion on the thing that they're about to tell us and all that. On the other side, we kind of get to a point where sometimes we presume that the people we're talking to have the same amount of information that we have. So what was happening with me over the course of the month of July is I didn't know. And so there were a lot of people who would do one of two things. Either they would say, oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you've heard dot, dot, dot. And I had not heard dot, 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 whatever that thing was, that was happening in the world. And on the other side, when people did start telling me about things in the world, I found myself a lot more interested and leaned in to hear the news from this person. And what I realized was that is something we're missing. It's something we have lost. And I'm not sure it's something we will ever get back. And and people who've grown up in a digital age really don't know what that is like to just have a lot of information about current events in the world be something you just don't know about. And so I don't know what to do about that. I don't think there is anything to be done about that. But I, I think that there's a cultural loss that we have that, uh, you know, obviously there's lots of positives that come along with that as well. But the negative is our connection with people as we're talking to them about news is something that we've lost. So that that's the positive thing. I just, I guess it's a negative thing, but I did enjoy it. Um, I enjoyed the fact that I got to be old school in how I received my news. Now, the two things that I did want to share that were a little bit more, I guess, negative coming back from my social fast is the first, I realized how immensely polarized our world is. It almost feels like coming back from this month off of social media, things online feel more polarized. They feel more black and white and binary. They feel more like everyone feels like they're very sure of themselves. Now, and I, I'm not certain that it wasn't like that before, uh, but it f- feels, at least to me, more like that now. And what I realized in thinking about that over the last couple of weeks is I think that there are a couple crucial things that are missing in our discourse right now, especially our online discourse. The first is humility. And I I know that if you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, 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 humility. But no, think about humility in the sense, you may be wrong about your opinion. And there almost seems to be right now a presumption that if you do a 15 minute Google search, you have become an expert in things. And this phrase, um, think for yourself, or the phrase, uh, do your own research is out there a lot more than I remember seeing it in a long time. But usually, the people that are saying, think for yourselves or do your own research, are ignoring people who have literally done their research for a living, right, <laughs> on a particular topic, or thinking about something on their own, uh, you know, is, is their living. So it's kind of like, those weird things. Let me just, as a pastor, when someone walks up after a message and presumes you haven't heard the counterpoint of the different theological position that you're teaching on that week, or I would say a different way, like uh, if you're a you know a dentist and someone said, "Hey, have you considered doing fillings this other way?" Because I I googled about fillings. There is a sort of a kind of a lack of humility right now in the discourse online, uh, and it's kind of a presumption that you can be perfectly well-informed more than anybody else. It just, I don't know what to do with that. So the second thing that I think is missing in this discourse is nuance, 
like it seems like again like i said everything seems polarized or black and white or binary we're very sure of ourselves there seems to be almost no nuance in conversation online maybe it's always been that way but it just feels like it's a lot more that way right now where the fact that issues be they political or social or even scriptural are multifaceted and that somebody can be right but they're like 53% right, right? Like there's that there's going to be nuance and, and that there might be some counterpoints that they have considered and just decided that they're choosing the best of a bunch of bad options and whatever. And so it just seems like there's a lack of nuance. Everything has to be black and white. And along with that, it's a presumption that if you have a viewpoint on something that you agree with everybody on everything if they have that same opinion about that one thing as you do. So it's been a very kind of a wild ride seeing that online. And the third thing I think we're missing right now when it comes to kind of our polarized position online is believing the best about other people and presuming good intentions. I mean, obviously I have real low anthropology. I believe that we are depraved sinners and I believe that that we are wretched to our core, even as we are saints. Um, There's a little plug for my book there. Um, But the whole idea that um, even 1 Corinthians 13, when it talks about love, says love believes all things. There's a sense in which we should presume the best about people. And it seems like people presume the worst. And so that's, a, like I said, the second thing that I have really been reflecting on a lot after coming back from my social media fast. And the third thing I've been reflecting on is the fact that Christians, uh, and now I'm talking about not just general people in the world, but Christians, seem to be right now placing politics over Scripture. And what I mean by that, and, and again, I don't think they think that they're doing it. But it feels right now like it did in the 1990s. I remember, especially in the early 90s, just that everything felt political. And it it seemed like people were reading scripture through a political lens and forming their scriptural opinions through a political lens. And I'm seeing this on both the right and the left right now. This is an equal opportunity offender. It seems like, man, Christians are taking the party line from their particular political persuasion more than they're taking scripture over their political persuasion. And it made my challenge to you if you're if you've gotten this far into this ramble, because I'm really just rambling, is if you agree with your political party and your political candidates 100% of the time, you may have placed your politics over your faith because it seems like there ought to be places. It seems like there have to be places uh, where scripture is at odds with every human political system. And so I'm just seeing this in a way that I have not seen in more than 20 years. It's been like 25 years since I've seen it feel like this in our culture. And so with all that said, does that mean that I'm coming off of this social media podcast discouraged. Well, there is a sense in which I am, but I guess I have hope because I kind of wrote it through the 90s, right? And I think that the church has always 
been in cultures like this. And Jesus promised that he would build his church and the uh, gates of hell would not prevail against it. And, and God has used crazier things than the world that we're in right now. So I see hope in this. And I see there's an opportunity for followers of Christ to be different in this world, for us to be less polarizing on non-essential issues, for us to be less gosh, sure of ourselves sometimes in secondary and tertiary issues. I see an opportunity for us to place scripture over politics. And I think this world right now is so desperately needing hope and grace that we have an opportunity to do that right now, maybe in a new kind of in a fresh way. So anyway, that's my little ramble, my little bit of reflection on my time away in the month of July. And so I'm excited to be back. Um, my next episode will be an interview. I've got a, uh, one interview lined up, a couple more in the hopper right now. And uh, I asked on social media for people to send me their suggestions and got a lot of great suggestions and some not so great suggestions, but a lot of great suggestions for uh, people to interview and things to talk about. So if you have a suggestion, of course, you can send it over to me at podcast at noeljesse.com and I will take your thoughts into consideration. And this always feels weird and I almost never say this, but someone told me recently I need to say this every once in a while. If you would subscribe and like, if you actually listen to this thing, that would be darling. Uh, because it does kind of help get this stuff out there. So that's it. That's all I got for you. We'll be back in two weeks. Going to get back into the every other Wednesday rhythm. Uh, and in two weeks, I'll be on with a guest. I already have that guest lined up. And nope, I'm not going to tell you who it is. So this is the Recovering Hypocrite Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks.